Hello everybody, and you're listening to Technical Disaster, where anything that can go wrong, will go wrong. What's going wrong on the internet today? Why does everybody want video game remakes? Let the music play. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for all of these people that I see in the chat. I, of course, see uh, Brian, Fire Gem, and of course, you know, some of our hosts are in there too. Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, you first, Fiddle. Hi, my name is Fiddle, and uh, I'm a podcaster just like all these guys. Well, I was, but now I'm now I am. I don't even know. Hi, nice to meet you all. Right, Olivia, say hi. Hey, I'm Olivia. Did the boom burst every once in a while with Dozer, and I do game design stuff mainly. So that's my perspective on everything, and I'm happy to be here with these lovely people once again. Hype. Yep. And of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Corey. Say hello to the people. What's up, guys? My name is Corey. I am Mr. Fantastic over at the Nerd Q, where we cover independent video game design and doing a host of interviews and just hanging out i love being on other people's podcasts mm-hmm. and of course i am your host for today dozer zagashi and today's topic is video game remakes so this has been a trend that we've seen over the last few years especially where more and more advertising budget and notice is being gone towards video game remakes well before they would exist and they kind of would just like not take up the prime line space but now it's becoming more prominent, and it's reaching the point where when someone asks, what game do you want, like, what do you want to see at E3, the main response is we get, I want a remake of this. I want to see a remake of this. I want a remake of something like that. So, before we get to pose the question, Syracos, who couldn't be here today, did share an opinion with me on remakes in general. And this is something to think about, too, is remakes are important to gaming as a way to improve on and recapture titles loved by Medi. Accessibility and fixing issues should be the main goal with them. So with us all forefronting the conversation, my first thought to you guys is, why do people want remakes? My first, I I have one quick clarification that I want to make. So are we specifically talking about remakes or remasters or both? Both. Okay, because there is a there is an important distinction there because really it's a matter of what the scale of the differences are from the original. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you like to go into the differences? Oh yeah, I can a little bit. I mean, I think that remasters are um, are generally smaller scale. Like lots of games that are remasters will just be adapted for like um, higher resolutions. They will have um, remastered soundtracks and stuff like that, and usually it doesn't go a whole lot beyond that. Whereas remakes are usually grounds up. Uh, they make new models. They do sometimes do. They go so far as to do different voice acting and stuff like that. So essentially, a grounds up redo of an older game. Um, so both of them, I think, are definitely growing in like popularity as you were talking about. But I think uh, up until now, it's been mainly remasters, but uh, remakes are starting to starting to really really boom too so um when it comes to like remakes or remasters uh from a personal personal vein i always prefer the remaster over the remake i i really don't like to see games remade that i have strong childhood ties to 
And I feel like the remakes are more to pay uh, homage to what had previously happened in the past and, you know, just trying to share that. But I, I don't know. I mean, I'm really on the fence. I never really feel like I need to have a remake or a remastered because I tend to keep all the games that I played when I was a kid. I'm a pack rat, guys. I'm a hoarder. <laughs> it's okay. I'm the same way. It's yeah, okay. You don't definitely. have to worry. I have all the games too. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll share my opinion. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's important to have you know a game is re-released every once in a while. It allows uh, a market that didn't get a chance to experience those games an opportunity to experience it in a new way. Um, Ocarina of Time 3D is a good example. That game came out, I think, in 1996? Correct me if I'm wrong? I believe you're right. Yeah. And so, yeah. when it was released on the 3DS, they updated essentially almost everything. Not the music, mind you. That was mostly kept the same. There's a few samples they changed here and there. But it really gave a new audience a chance to play that game and also the current people who have have who have played it in the past a chance to replay it and see the changes that were made from what may have been considered clunky to some now not as flawed uh so i do think it's important to have them around uh i look at it from that point of view i also like a chance to see what developers can do pokemon final fantasy dragon quest a lot of rpgs you know they get remakes and remasters all the time I mean, look at the Final Fantasy VII. Uh, is it? A, yeah, it's a remake. That's a complete utter remake. Yeah. That yeah. is crazy. They're like changing everything. I don't like that. I I don't mind it myself. Um, I I want to see how that's gonna go. Um, it. But really, I guess for later on in the show, um, there's there's a borderline between how far you should go between remaking the game and remastering it. There's always that borderline, and some games take it way too far, and some games need to be remade need to improve on what they've messed up on uh yet they aren't they're just kind of here you go let's throw them out there make some money off of it and i think developers need to understand how far they need to go in order to get the game re-released remade remastered again so i do have a few responses to that because i feel like in general um you say that like like you don't really like remakes from the grounds up because it sort of like I guess changes the experience too much, um, yeah. but at the same time my counter argument to that would be that the original still exists it didn't go anywhere the, like right. so in in some ways I feel like it's more justified the more changes that are being made um, to show different perspectives on the same story different ways to explore the same world but at the same time um, like um, like Syracos. Uh, said and and um and fiddle you too um accessibility is a big part of it because as people that play the originals i think that what we want out of a remake or a remaster are to recapture those same yeah. experiences for other people like that's what we want out of it yeah um but at the same time um i don't know that it's necessarily what in general like why people play them um i'd actually be curious to see some like some like polls on this like whether more people that play remakes are people that played the originals or whether they're new players um like what the spread on that is i actually um I really don't know. I feel like it could go either way. So I feel like that could really, um, really be an interesting way to look at this. But, but I think people want remakes, and, and I've heard this phrase thrown around a lot, is because we're sort of a, like, it's we're sort of nostalgia 
saturated right now um, like yeah. in in film in music and in uh, and in video games and i feel like in part it's a side effect of that it's a side effect of an easy way to make money off of an existing franchise mm-hmm. um but it's also but it's also something that that consumers really want so it, it's a really complicated issue but i i do feel like that sometimes having a complete grounds up remake um does have its merits aside from trying to recapture the old and that's and i think that's very true um Mm -hmm. i do think the people who enjoy and love like the remakes or the remasters are people who have heard stories about these games from people from previous generations and that they've probably couldn't find that game because people like me and fiddle hoarding our copies of the game and not <laughs> reintroducing those back into the market. Um, I, I, so I work at a video store and I know one customer in particular, he has like four copies of Earthbound. Oh, geez. And that's, so it's like four copies of Earthbound. <laughs> yeah. Four copies. I don't even of, have one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's four copies of Earthbound, which is already rare off the market so the only way you're going to be able to play earthbound is if you get lucky and nintendo includes it in one of the classic consoles you know or like you get it digitally or if you uh, want to yeah steal it well, <laughs> yeah yeah to, can i just add to that though by the way hmm. uh luckily earthbound is going to be on the snes mini classic thing yeah and it is available on the virtual console on both the 3d new 3ds and yeah. 2ds and the and, wii u and I know people who like buy like remakes or remasters and they just want to have that physical copy. I mean, oh, yeah. like, you yeah, know, that's, that's Give me that physical stuff. Yeah. That, that's a complete separate issue though, that we could yeah. talk about for a really long time. It's a physical yeah. copy. Oh yeah, but, totally. But that, that and, is an element to it though. Right. Because a lot mm-hmm. of older games are hard to find and especially for people that want to have that original experience. Right. So, so going to that half of the audience that wants the re recapturing it or to be able to share it with a new audience or even just for themselves to re-experience yeah. it, it can yeah. be hard for, for, to, to go back to that if more remakes are uh, diverging further from their source material. Yeah. And if the original creators of those games aren't going to make them, they're indie developers that are going to make, you know, clones of that game or repeating those same feels of that game. I mean, it's, it's Star Wars Episode Seven all over again. Like, you know having something parallel to something that people already love so it's easier to transition into the market so mm-hmm. well yeah. it's it's good that we're having reimagining uh reimagine re- yeah reimaginings of of classic titles ukulele try to do a banjo mm-hmm. shovel knight is a good example what I, but i want what but what i wanted to get into was how uh, we're talking about getting games into the market and all that uh, I'm looking at my PS4 games right now and a few of my DS games. I do appreciate it when developers re-release these games, you know, actually put some work, make it nicer. Like, for example, the Uncharted collection and the Bioshock <laughs> collection. And can, like, when they make yeah. collections of games that are old and hard to find, they can put it onto one disc and all that. So, with like, as time goes on, I think developers need to actually start doing that a lot more and, like find a way to get it condensed into one single unit so that people can enjoy those games. Because people may, may look far and wide and looking for 
a particular game and they can't find it and so having that available to them on a next-gen console where it's you know remade for them and they get a chance to play all these games you know at a really cheap price that's you know beneficial to to that audience and uh, also beneficial to people who who want to get those games and cannot get them either yeah, absolutely. And building off of what uh, what Corey said a second ago, you just made me think of, so you talked about how, and Fiddle, you mentioned this a little bit too, but games being sort of inspired by other games yeah. um, mm-hmm. as opposed to actual remakes of games. And I think that's another interesting dimension to this because I know that a lot of people that, let's, let's use Final Fantasy VII for an example because I know that that's a really big one. Um, that people are crazy about, right? The original was a masterpiece in so many ways. And this remake is coming out, and you have two halves of the audience. One half that's super excited to see them taking it and doing a direction. I I might not say half. It might be less than half. (laughs) um, And then there's the other side of people that are like, well, what are you doing? Like, it's not the same game. Um, yeah. But but the thing is is that a lot of those people are still gonna buy it. The people that are crazy about the franchise yep. and will consume right. anything related to it are still gonna get it. So I feel like in some ways, and this may just be the cynical side of me, but I feel like there's a little bit of truth to it that a lot of it is being sort of exploited um, in in a way like this. Whereas they could have spent those resources and just made a new game rather than remaking. Um, another game, right? So yeah. they, they could have had a new idea. If they're, if they're going to change everything, why not do this? So there's also that yeah. that perspective on it too, to where there's there's some element of the only reason why they're remaking Final Fantasy VII. Well, I, I don't it's know. I won't say the only reason. I, there was a fan demand for it. Yeah, I was about they, to. I was just if about you to. Remember it watching up. the trailer? Um, you know, the they did say that this was something that they had promised yeah. to do for a very 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 yeah. long time and and i feel like that's sort of complicated from the developer standpoint because they had such a high demand for it which and then people were so they knew that when they announced it they had to do something big it couldn't just be a remaster with just like you know yeah. just essentially a port with with higher definition uh they couldn't do that and so there's i bet there's a lot of pressure on them to do something big which is also probably why they decided to make such a big step it's tough. I mean, Final Fantasy VII, like, from a personal, like, Final Fantasy VII was, like, my first, like, hardcore RPG. I lost this too. And mm. so I played... I hate so I when played, that... I had the similar yeah. things happen. Yeah. I was a child, and I lost this too. So I played Disc 1 for, like, a year. So I was, like, level 99 by the time I got <laughs> Disc 2. No. Nice. Good job. Yeah. Like... I was, like, as a child, I just didn't have anything else to do but play video games. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to do this because I really like playing this game. And if I don't finish it, whatever. But I got, I have, like, the next disc after disc two, so I can just go ahead and play whenever I get it. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And so um, when it comes to remakes or remasters, I would really love it if developers took the time to at least have, like, oh, hey, if you like the remastered, but you really want to see what the original game was like, just go ahead and select this option from the menu. That'd be cool. you know. And- are, you, are you suggesting to include it into the game? Yeah. Why not? I, I've, I seen mean- to, I've seen people... I think I've seen... Ugh, I can't speak today. I've seen uh, games... Halo Wars 2 actually included yeah. it. Um, and Gears of War. I'm not an Xbox person, but I do work in... I do sell games. Yeah. So Gears um, 4 did that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they did that, and I'm like, whoa! That's it came so with cool. it came with all of the other games actually, yeah. which was super interesting. That was super cool. 
I, I couldn't believe they did that. We're existing in an age where compression software is fantastic. And it I'm is. sure they could Holy. just compress. I mean, like, think like thinking about it, in just the last 10 years, there's been so much change as far as, like, technology as a whole. It's just yeah. mind-boggling. Like, to me, it's like, oh, man, this is crazy. When I was 19, I did not think that this is where I would be as far as tech was concerned. Oh, like, absolutely. doing everything from my phone. Yeah, for sure, they could definitely include... Like, oh man, here's the original crash with all the glitches and all the things that made you pull your hair your hair out included on this disc. Oh, I would have been totally cool with that whole elite. Yeah. Like At the same time though, since some of those games already have ports available, yeah. um, there's either two directions they could go with it, right? They could either exp- not include it with the expectation to sell more of the ported versions. Yeah. A few more, probably not many more if it's not, you know. <laughs> but if they, or they could, that ported version already exists. So it yeah. might not be hard for them to just throw that in there. And, yeah. and, and honestly, I think Gears 4, and I actually haven't actually tried to use the versions that came with it because I already had all of them. But um, <laughs> but is it was it actually included on the disc or was it just essentially letting you download the them? I think it was the disc. I, 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 that's crazy I, to me. I believe it was literally like what they did with the Metal Gear Solid Essential Collection. So it, that is a possibility, and I think that would be a great middle ground, honestly, um, considering. And me and, me and Lyle uh, uh, Dozer had talked before <laughs> about a game that we covered on the Nerd Queue, Adam RPG, which is pretty much like inspired by Fallout 1. Fallout 1 and 2, mm-hmm. the same top-down, right. like, you know, like, was it one-third view, mm-hmm. like, bird's-eye thing it's going isometric. on. Yeah, and it looks great, and they drew, like, direct, direct inspiration from the Fallout franchise. I mean, like, I wouldn't be mad to see someone do, like, an inspired piece of work by, like, Crash or Metal Gear Solid. I mean, I was playing um, Counter-Spy earlier today, and I noticed that, you know, when you kill enemies, they use some of the sounds from Metal Gear Solid. I'm like, am I playing Metal Gear or am I playing like an indie game right now? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's cool. And, 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 and like, honestly, I feel like one thing that you don't see enough, in my opinion, are mm-hmm. games that take place in the same universe as existing games. Because right. I want that more. Because What's for us. Yeah, because for somebody that is a fan of this game that I love, you know, whatever it might be, I, like, a remake is great, and I will play it, and I will enjoy it, but what I would love so much more is, and and I'm not even talking about sequels, because sometimes sequels are are sort of a complicated issue, but if they have the, and I know that a lot of this is also a licensee problem, getting a license to create a new game in a universe is very different than just remaking a game, but... I would love to see, like, instead of the Final Fantasy VII remake, for example, something else that took place. Something, you know, I don't know, like Dirge of Cerberus, but not terrible. Yeah, like Barrett's um, backstory. Here's a, I would here's love to off, see what Barrett's Here's a completely, doing. like, to add to that. There was that fan theory going around about Undertale and Earthbound taking place in the same universe. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to bring up Undertale, but, like, you know, like, that was kind of cool to some people, right? Like, People were like, "Well, Earthbound, there's that." Con- if like when you have something like that, um, 
even yeah, I know Undertale is a huge, you know, another big deal. Um, but like when when games are able to do that, that's pretty freaking magical right there. I would I would I would go as far to say it's magical. And and there's a point though where that actually is almost just as bad as as remaking a game. Now that I think about it, you know, putting something <laughs> in the same setting. Not I, I I say bad as in it, sort of like how I was talking about of it sort of just trying to market to the fans. I think um, it depends. Honestly, it if it was like more of an yeah. Easter egg, like that's you know it it also depends on the game. Like the Pokemon franchise takes place almost in the same universe essentially, so like it's just on a timeline. Yeah, Fire and, Emblem I think has some connectivity as well. Oh, quite a bit actually. Thanks, Dozer. I I I love my Fire Emblem. <laughs> Me too. I've never touched it. How could you? And well, you can. <laughs> you guys can like skin me afterwards, but like, it's okay, of... Corey. I'm with you. I played one of them for like an hour. You like speaking the best, of Fire so Emblem, uh, Dozer, agree. Uh, I don't know. Maybe something you can put your head into, but like the Fire Emblem Gaiden versus the new Fire Emblem Echoes, which is which is a remake of Gaiden. Yeah, like what? I... That is a completely. It feels like a completely different game. Yeah, it, it does, and I think with the example of like Fire Emblem for that one is because the Fire Emblem fans that were around when Gaiden was a thing are a completely different group of people than the Fire Emblem fans of today that are gonna like buy Echoes. Yeah, uh, and and that's just kind of in the history of Fire Emblem, which we talked about on uh, episode. I think it was episode two where we talked about oh, Echoes cool. and That's awesome. stuff like that. Yeah, we've had an episode about Fire Emblem Echoes, uh, but we were talking more about the DLC prices and stuff. Okay. But I oh, remember, I was I there for that. that. Yeah. yeah, Olivia was there on that. I episode. wasn't there uh, for that. No, that, that episode has yet to be put on SoundCloud, but it is uh, on the Twitch uh, replays, highlights cool. stuff. Amazing stuff. But uh, Fiddle, you mentioned Pokemon, which brings me up to something else. That I've... It's hard to talk about remakes without mentioning pokemon yeah is it they're it, it, they're notorious for it yeah. uh you know because you had first off they remake games right after they've made games crystal was a remake of you know gold and silver yellow remake of red blue green well that's they're such a i wouldn't I don't, consider those remakes it's so yeah, hard it's... to put them into a category right i mean yeah. ob- you have the real obvious ones like soul silver and heart gold yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess you kind of could categorize, like, emerald and yellow I, and stuff. I, I, I couldn't. I can't. I can't consider the remakes. I'm, I don't I'm quite. I feel like they're just, like, the third sequel. Like, it's that one thing that happens, like, here's what actually was supposed to happen. That's how I, I consider it. I think they're worth talking about in this context, but I don't know yes. that I would put that word to them either. I personally would because it follows the same vein of things where it's the same core stuff. The only difference is they're using the same engine. Hmm. Hmm. Where hmm. most remakes usually upgrade elements of the engines, uh, or you know, versus a lot of times it's a big element of it. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could consider them like remasters, or you could just say they're cash grabs. All can arguably apply. Um, okay. But more recently, with people wanting remakes with Pokemon, because I look at when we were announced to get Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and everyone was expecting, you know, a Diamond Pro Platinum Gen yeah. 4 remakes. And then they drop Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which 
is kind of in the void of is it a ream like where does that fall because no one's exactly sure it's it's basically it's basically a sequel um from what i've been told it's and when i know it's an alternative retelling so it's like a really strange sequel (laughs) it's like black and white too (laughs) it's like black and white too but during the same time period pokemon in general is just weird it just like for me um i feel like i only played like red blue yellow i played sapphire and ruby and then that was it like i just don't my brain can't even process pokemon right now i can't sit and play pokemon anymore and it sucks i feel like i'm not a kid and I feel like I've become no, an adult. Not, Corey. It's okay. Yeah, but it's, it's a sad moment when you realize you're no longer a kid. Right, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'll walk around and play Pokemon Go all day, like so. It's just kind of it's different, you know. And I don't know if I could consider like you know the additions to the Pokemon story as like remakes. I would consider them more as sequels because when mm-hmm. you know. I, feel I know like remakes are more explicit. Like yeah, they're more yeah. explicitly like this is this game but with more or is different. Yeah. Right. Um, but a lot of the old extra ones are like platinum very much expands on diamond and pearl. Maybe then can they be considered expansions then? I would I think I would completely different game. It's it's Pokémon's really weird in It's this. unique. Let's just let's, let's just, just let's just, yeah, just say they're unique third games. It's Pokemon. We'll summarize it at that. But more, I, I, I'm more really leaning towards we people really wanted this remake of Gen Four, and we got a sequel to the other game, which is kind of new. And there were a lot of mixed feelings on it because everyone wanted the remake so much. What I don't do you guys think we're. I don't think we're ready for the remakes. Um, I think I know we're gonna get them. I also believe that the new Pokemon title on the Switch. It's going to be a remake of Red, Blue, and Yellow because that marketing, the marketing for that would sell the Switch like hotcakes. And I'd go into more details about that if there's like a single hand episode that I could talk about that with. But uh, yeah. Hey, uh, we could. I'll make a note for a future topic idea. Pokemon remakes. What should happen? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, people people were wanting either Sinnoh. Um, they wanted Generation Eight already. What the hell? And they wanted Kanto. And then people wanted Mystery Dungeon as well. Those are like the four things I saw on Twitter. People also mentioned Pokin and which we got. And then um, Ranger. Surprisingly, Ranger is still a thing. People like that. I like it. I, I like, like Ranger. I like the Ranger games. I still have them. Personally. Woo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, yeah. like, um, as far as, like, I have nothing to put into the Pokemon conversation. It's <laughs> okay. I, I, feel, I feel so, like, I'm like, what? I hear about Pokemon all the time because Pokemon's like a thing. But I and, think and that you hear it from me. Oh, all the time, and I think it's fantastic because I don't need to play because I can just talk to you, <laughs> and it's exactly. phenomenal. Like you're my you're my spark modes for Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but uh, but y- using Pokemon as an example, though, I yeah. want to just rephrase this question of what I'm noticing is, and I, I have my own personal thought on this, uh, and then we'll kind of get towards wrapping it up after this is. People really really want remakes of some things even more so than they'll want sequels to similar franchises sometimes why do you think 
that's the case. I think that the the drive for a remake over a sequel takes over when too much time has passed for a sequel. Like, I'll never ask for yeah. a sequel to, I don't know, I can't think of a game. Like... Everything that I've played usually has a sequel. Uh, like, I would not want, like, another... Jesus, I can't think of... Olivia, help me out here. Like, something uh, far back. Castlevania. Well, I think I can... I can Castlevania I can had least, a sequel, though. I can at least jump off of that a little bit and talk about uh, Team Eco and their yeah. games. Um, because none Eco. of their games are sequels. I don't know. I feel like right now they kind of embody a lot of what we're talking about. Uh, and, and just, I don't know if you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Team Eco made Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, yeah. Eco, no, they're doing a remake. And the Last Guardian. Um, huh? That's it. Hype. Those three. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm so excited like... for the remake, by the way. Uh, that's, yeah, exactly. So that's amazing. what I'm talking about. So, so we have, first we have Team Eco which is a game and is great and people loved it. And then we have Shadow of the Colossus and one thing I loved about it is like what I talked about is they're in the same universe but they are totally 100% different games. Yes. Um, cut from a different so it Between Eco and Shadow of the Colossus and then we have The Last Guardian which sort of combines the two in really interesting ways. Um, and now we have the Shadow of the Colossus remake and just like Corey said like no one wants Shadow of the Colossus 2. No we one did. There was a time. I mean, there was, but it's too late. Like you said, right. the time has gone. And yeah. now here comes this remake uh, because they had the resources to do it because they finally put out The Last Guardian. Yeah. Um, and so here we are. And um, I feel like that it's a good timing for the remake. I feel like it's going to do really well. And I feel like it's going to appeal to a completely new audience. So I feel like it's a pretty, it, I mean, it's not out yet, so I can't really say, but right. I feel like it's going to be a good example <laughs> of remakes done right. And a good example of people wanting it after a certain period of time and then finally getting what they want. Speak of remasters, one that came out was um, <laughs> a Final Fantasy X remaster that happened. Um, which that was actually one of the only games that I uh, I played the game and the remaster and I don't know that one was a really interesting one for me but back to the original question why do people want remakes I think that as opposed to sequels and I think that Corey's right on the nose it's a matter of time people do want sequels because people want more of the things that they like and if and also there's the element of people knowing that they like a thing yeah. And not knowing if the sequel is going to be as good as the original, and but the remake, if it still captures the soul of the original, it's still having that same quality, and there being just enough there for them to enjoy the new content as well. I also feel right like now. I feel like those two things, remakes versus sequels, I think it could also be split in age brackets, because like mm. when I was a kid, I always wanted a sequel. I'm like, oh man, I want a sequel of this thing. And then years later, like, I don't know, like five years ago, I'm like, oh, man, this thing is great. I would much rather have a remastered or a remake because I would not want to play the sequel because it's like one too far to I've lived through enough like comic book movies to know that sequels aren't really that great ever people get convoluted and they get too caught up in their own stink they're like oh man this game was so good mm, i can like crank out a sequel and it could be crap but everybody will buy it anyways but i will say that remakes and remastered versions of games have a very interesting effect on like the purchase side of the video game market 
because the moment the Crash remake came came out, like the remastered, like all the copies of Crash in the video store I work at sold out. They were gone. Because the original bought, one or just the Yeah, the... the original one. The original one. Because oh, wow. older games didn't have the oversaturation that the game market has now. Mm-hmm. And so then you like reintroduce like supply and demand to um, people that collect games and increase the values of those games and then reinvigorate that side of video game culture, which I think is great. Yeah. That's actually a really good point that I hadn't thought of, so that's cool. I, my mind is 110% on business all the time, Olivia. I can't help myself. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah, like the laws business of Business and beard products. You say beard products? Yeah. Yeah, I trim the beard. Oh, my gosh. So short. <laughs> Fiddle, do you have any, uh, any like Fiddle or anyone else, any last words on this uh, remakes topic here? I actually do have one thing to say. I think remakes should focus, like sometimes at least, they should focus on fixing. I think I mentioned this before, fixing up mistakes they made on the games uh, in the past, and developers should be taking note of what fans are saying online. Um, for example, Final Fantasy 2 is one of those games I feel deserves a complete remake because it is complete garbage. <laughs> that game is it's trash, and we all know it's trash. <laughs> um, I, I know someone who I need to make sure doesn't listen to this later part of the episode because she yeah. speedruns that and has a world record pacing. That's oh, amazing. Don't, I Don't yeah. get me wrong. I don't get me wrong. I do like Final Fantasy 2. That doesn't make it a good game. I, <laughs> but I but I do believe that game should be remade. I feel like it has a lot of potential. It is the black sheep of the Final Fantasy series. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna I totally agree with that. And the listening to fans, because remakes inherently only exist because fans ask for them and because they want them and are going to be the ones that buy them. I feel like it's really important to fix problems that people have and also take careful steps not to remove the things that people loved mm. about the game in the first place um which is one thing that a lot of people that don't because there's a lot of people that think remakes remasters are garbage and they need to stop and they need to focus on new stuff or whatever and i think right. it's because they're like no like you don't want to you don't want to you ruin it <laughs> yeah um, like a lot of people think that that they do so so yeah i think listening to fans is important because again it's people that want remakes and that's the only reason they get made i also want to say that i think developers should also consider like if a game is perfect then you want instead of remaking it they should just put it onto a disc and swap it up yeah remaster yeah, it, it straight just straight port it or I have, I'm holding Mega Man Anniversary Collection and the X Collection. I do have the Z Collection as well. Like, that's so cool. If you have a freaking series that's gigantic and people are going to buy it. I was, we talked about Metal Gear previously. Yeah. Freaking just re-release it. Boom. Yeah. Just like, that also should be there. Per- preserve your franchise. All right. Uh, now, 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 to wrap this up, I pose a question to you guys. And then also anyone listening and anyone in the Twitch chat. Imagine you're in a scenario where you're sitting on a giant amount of money that can pay for the team to and the royalties to remake any game. Oh. What game would you pick? Oh. Well, you guys think I'll I'll throw mine out there. I want a remake of Skies of Arcadia. 
Yes, please. That's a big one I hear people talk because about a lot. I love that game. I, I love the GameCube port that it has. And it has a good, like, cult following. And it'd be great. And I keep telling people they should play the game. But acquiring a copy of it for, like, the GameCube version is, like, over $100. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, so, I would... I, not everyone is lucky like me and snags a copy for <laughs> 17 bucks. Yeah. I. So, that's one that I really... If it could get remade, I'd be... I'd be I could die happy. I would do Metal Gear Solid for PlayStation One. Oh yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Because I have like years of great memories tied to it, and I would just love for it to just hit the PlayStation Four. Because there are a lot of people that are like, "Oh man, where do I start with Metal Gear Solid?" And I have to tell them, uh, if you can get a copy of the first Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation, then more power to you and you should definitely play it but if you can't so you're missing out on some great top-down adventuring yeah like <laughs> because that game was a, a masterpiece in my eyes snake this is gonna kill me pokemon mystery dungeon explores the sky <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the game i want to see remade i feel like there's a lot of potential in the mystery dungeon franchise seriously I believe I you. I want a remake of that. I totally believe you, Fedor. I so, believe you. With my soul. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. It's a, that's a hard question, man. I think the first... My, I, I wanted to say Spyro. Like the Spyro trilogy. But we all know that's a that's a garbage pail right I want now. Spyro, so please. Yeah. But what I'm really going to say is Legend of Dragoon. Uh, which is oh, this RPG snap. that was for the PS1. It was one of those four-disc RPGs that I lost the third disc to, just like Corey. <laughs> but yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it, it is, it's so good. It has such an amazingly unique aesthetic and sound design. And for a PS1 game, it had such awesome cutscenes. And uh, the ending of it is, is shite. Um, but the game is so good, and I would love to see it remastered. That's one of those games that I want to see remastered so that more people play it <laughs> that's that's yeah oh snap or parappa the rapper that'd be great yes parappa oh, the oh they're making a new game did you hear that oh i can't remember what it's called but i saw a trailer for like it i'll send it to you send it to me a new game send not a remake yeah <laughs> there's there is a game spiritual that, successor that's the term that would be amazing there's a game that i played on a demo disc that i grabbed out of a magazine back in like 97 Oh my gosh, for PlayStation I have lots One. Of those too. Yeah. And it was yeah, I know. <laughs> it was called like was Intelligent Cube. Intelligent Cube needs a remake. Because <gasps> oh that my, game is was that the, so hard. I th- I think I know the game you're talking about. You're on like dude. you're like on like a Rubik's Cube and you have to like get past the obstacles. Oh, or it'll game. like it'll like collapse on top of you. Oh my god. Yes, oh my god. I oh. Oh my god, I had the I think we have the literal same demo disc because like I know yeah, this probably. game. Probably. I'm going to put you up for the trailer. Me of it. Hey, I'm Holy putting crap. the trailer up on the Nerd Queue. I'm going to put the trailer up on the Nerd Queue oh Facebook page. So I'm going to pin it right to the top and put it under like smartest game that you can Apparently Parappa the Rapper you know, has been remastered, by the way. I haven't it seen it. It came out in 2016. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. They got me. Well, um, can I actually change my answer really quick? Yes. yes. <laughs> the very first Persona. 
The but, very okay. I I've never yeah. played Persona, so exactly. and that's why it needs to get remade. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I take back my PMD. <laughs> all right. So, thank you all. Uh, uh, great conversation. I'm gonna cut it off here because we're reading really, really long and on time. Sorry. Uh, thank you all for sitting down, and you can go through and just everyone listening, go check out these guys. They all do great things. Uh, Fiddle, you do a lot of YouTube stuff. I do too much YouTube stuff. Make us talk. <laughs> don't worry uh, yeah i know fleet is a um indie game designer they have a website with barricade games and of course Corey is the media maestro and he has a small little startup called the nerd queue and yeah. it's amazing hey it that's is. right and if you go over to the website at the nerdq.com you can see you can even find some game reviews written by me there yeah whoa that's we so cool. like i want more i want more I want you to do I'm more stuff. I'm working on... I have two in the works. Actually. I have... I have. Okay, really quick. I have an idea. Hit me up after this because you might be really excited. And I might be able to include okay. Olivia too. And then we can what? just be like the three well, musketeers. You know, we'll, we'll get to that idea in mm-hmm. just a minute because thank you all for listening. Uh, it's been a wonderful episode. I've been Dozer. I'm Corey. I, <laughs> I'm Olivia. And I've been Fiddle. And you can always check us out over at twitch.tv. We do those episodes live on, we try to do every other Monday. Uh, if something doesn't happen, you can check us out on Twitter. And both of those are going to be at techdiscast, T-E-C-D-I-S-C-A-S-T. Thank you all so much. And we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.